Hey y'all, it's me, Gracie, with Me Authentically, where it's my story, your story, our story, authentically, right? And every so often, I kind of just feel like maybe I should reintroduce myself just in case there's like new listeners. If you're new, hey, uh, thank you for being here. First and foremost, I need to say a trigger warning because we definitely do talk about topics on this show, whether it's me or whether it's a guest of mine um, that talk about, you know, just a lot of different things um, that can be triggering for some people. Um, there are times when we've talked about suicide. Um, we've talked about death. We've talked about uh, drugs, uh, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. Um, we've talked about rape. I guess another sensitive way to say that would be sexual assault. So I apologize for that. Um, mental health. We talk about a lot of different things on here. Adoption. Um, I think abortion has even come up before. So like we definitely postpartum depression, schizophrenia, stuff like that. Like we talk about a lot of different things on this podcast because ultimately at the end of the day, me authentically, the space that we have created, me and you have created is a safe place. This place right here is a judgment-free zone. Like you never have to worry about that. So like if you're someone who has slid in or will slide into my DMs, that is a safe place. It is a judgment-free zone. Okay. I'm never going to look at you and be like, oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. You shouldn't have whatever you're disgusting. You're worthless. I'll never say it. And I'll never think it, right? Because you're not. Because you're not the decisions that you've made, okay? They are something that you've done, but they are not you. They do not represent you in your entirety, okay? So I just want to reiterate that again. This here is a safe place, baby. It is a judgment-free zone. It just is. Okay, how else are we supposed to grow and learn and love and be able to unlearn, to relearn if the place that we're operating in, if the place that we're trying to do these things in is not safe, right? It is not a, a judgment-free space. It's not a place that was curated in love and in grace and in honesty and in pure intentions, okay? So I just want to let you know that first and foremost. And if you are in any place that you're trying to become a better version of yourself and that's not something that's being, mm, how do I want to say it? If it's something that's not being honored, if it's not something that's being respected, if it's not something that's considered sacred, then baby, you need to move around, okay? And if you can't move around, when I say move around, you need to change your environment. You need to begin to remove those people out of your life and if or those places out of your life. And if that's something that you can't do at this present moment in time, then, yeah, you are going to have to, you know, create that safe place within yourself, which is something that you should do anyway. But you are going to have to create that safe place within yourself. Um. And you're going to have to fortify your walls, right? You're going to have to make sure your boundaries are solid first with you and then with them. People, places, and things. You see what I'm saying? 
And so if you're wondering how do you create a safe place within yourself, I'm just going to tell you like what I did, okay? Because at one point in time, like I was like really meditating a lot and it's something that like uh, I'm committed to getting back to, okay? But in my mind, I envision a place to where I could go and speak to God, that was my very first thing, like mentally, like when the world seems to be too heavy, I need to be able to become still in my present so that I can be able to just go to that place. And that place for me, what I visualize for me is nature. I'm in nature and I'm sitting by the water and there's a waterfall in the background and it's peaceful and it's quiet and it's serene. There's birds, there's butterflies, there's dragonflies, and I'm sitting facing the water, um, Indian-style crisscross applesauce, right? And there's a space for God to just come and sit and talk with me, right? So that was the very first thing that I did to begin to create a place mentally where I can go to start to create like my safe place within myself. Then I had to start to begin to honor myself. I had to start to, I had to recognize my own importance, how important I am to myself. Because so, like, it's not about other people. At this point in time, it's not really about nobody else. It's just about you and you. You know what I'm saying? And how you truly feel about you. So I had to get real about how I felt about myself. And the more that I got real about how I felt about myself, I was like, what do I truly need? In this moment in time, what do I need from me? And a lot of times, like, I'd be like, I need love. Like, well, what does that look like for you? What does that feel like for you? So I began to start um, recreating that. I began to start redefining, yeah. I began to start redefining what love looks and feels like for me, what support looks like and feels like for me. So that way, like, I'm not depending on nobody else to give it to me. Because although I think it's important that people know and that people love you the way that you need to be loved, if that's something that they're capable of, because not everybody is, and you have to respect that as well. But like, for, I'm just starting with me. It's time for me to pour back in me. It's time for you to pour back into yourself. So you have to begin to give yourself what it is that you need. So I had to start loving on me the way that like I wanted to be loved, what love looks like for me. It's a lot of edification. It's a lot literally of showing up and doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of just grace. It's like I give myself permission to feel how I'm going to feel, however I feel, without judgment. And that was huge for me. If I'm angry, yeah, I'm going to tell myself, like, I'm angry. Like, I have conversations with me. So I'd be like, I'm angry. I know that you're angry. It's okay that you're angry. I don't make myself move fast past it. None of that stuff. If I'm angry, I'm angry. And then I'm like, okay... You know what I'm saying? I'm angry for a little bit, you know? Then I'm like, okay, because now I, at this point, I'm like, I'm angry. 
I know I'm angry. Well, why are you angry? I don't tell myself you shouldn't be angry. No, I'm like, why are you angry right now? Well, I'm angry because this hurt my feelings. I'm angry because of this hurt my feelings or whatever. So are you really angry or are you like disappointed? Are your feelings just hurt? Do you feel neglected? Do you feel dropped? Like, But I, I get to the root of the issue because I've given myself grace. I've given myself time to feel how I'm going to feel and I don't rush that process. And that's how like I give myself, uh, that's how I created this safe place inside of me so that I'm able to know that like no matter how I feel, like I'm not going to judge me. I, I'm not going to judge me. I honor every, if I'm angry, I honor that. Now, I don't go lashing out at other people. I don't do stuff like that. I remove myself. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like, um, me and my homegirl, we live together. So, like, if I'm in a bad mood or whatever, and, like, you know, we come across each other, and she's like, you good? No, I'm not okay right now. I'm going to go take some time to myself. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I go do that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't lash out at anybody. I, re- I remove myself from anybody else that way like I'm not messing up anybody else's day so that I'm my negativity my anger is not bleeding off on other people my sadness is not bleeding off on other people you know what I'm saying so I remove myself and I sit with me and I just sit there or there are times where like I'll journal there are times, if I feel like it, but if I don't feel like it, I don't do that. Like if I'm angry and I'm like, I just want to watch cartoons, I'm going to be angry and I'm going to watch cartoons. Now it's not something I'm going to do all day, but like maybe halfway through the first cartoon, I'm like, as I start to like calm down, you know what I'm saying? Then I begin to talk to myself, but I allow myself that space, that time to feel how it is that I'm going to feel. And I don't rush that. And so that's what works for me. And so that's how I curate and curate a safe place within myself. So you have to figure out how you can do that with you because everybody's different. And what works for me and in my growth may not work for you and yours. But, you know, ultimately you need to figure out what that looks like for you. Okay. That way you can be able to begin to, you know, create this place within yourself that is safe that is sacred and then you can begin to put up boundaries right because if i'm someone that's like okay well to me love is not you know what i'm saying you being passive aggressive then like i know that when someone's being passive aggressive with me i know that goes against my boundaries but also i know that i can't be passive aggressive with anybody else because then i'm not reinforcing my own boundaries I can't tell you to do something or to not do something that I'm willing to do to you. If I can look at you and say that's passive aggressive behavior, that's because I recognize it because that's something is familiar to me because it's something that I've done. And then I need to be like, is that something that I'm still doing? Because then I'm not, I'm being a hypocrite at that point. I don't care what anybody says. If I tell you don't spit on my lawn, And I go and spit on your lawn. That's disrespectful. I'm being a hypocrite. I told you not to come spit on my stuff. But I'll go spit on yours. No. If I tell you don't spit on my stuff. I can't go spit on nobody else's stuff. 
I don't even care if you allow it. I'm if if you can't do it to me, why would I do it to you? My own personal opinion. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. I just can't do it. So it causes me to be more self-aware and aware. Because what I have realized lately, recently I have um, been in situations where like I have to speak up. But my first thought is to be passive. My very first feeling is to be passive aggressive. Okay. It's to shut down on you. It's to be like, well, forget you. Not necessarily forget you, but forget this situation. I'm going to shut down until like I'm ready to come out um, and deal with you again. You know what I'm saying? But that's not healthy in any relationship. It's not healthy. I think that like if somebody has done something that bothers you, I think that you can take a couple of days to be like, okay. You know, before you, you know, if you need some time. Because me, if I say it in the moment, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty. Because my, my first thought right now, because I'm still you know, on my journey. So like, I'm nowhere near perfect. And that's fine. I'm totally fine with with where I am because I know it is a, a marathon. It's not a sprint. So like, there are times where I'm very defensive. Okay. And if I'm triggered, depending on the trigger, I'm very defensive. And so like, if I say something right then and there, it's going to be nasty. Because at that point in time, I feel like I have to vindicate myself. I feel like I have to over. I feel like I have to protect myself, and I'm going to overly do it. You know what I'm saying to reassert that boundary, but like it's going to be nasty, and I don't want to. I don't want to act like that. So like, I shut down. But what I'm learning right now. Is that like, yeah, it's okay. Okay, so boom. I'm triggered. I react. Okay, because I really just had to apologize to my mom. I got triggered. I reacted. And then I didn't say nothing. And then like the next day, I didn't really have nothing to say to her. And then, but I was mean though. Like it didn't, I wasn't like disrespectful, but I was like really short. You know what I'm saying? Like it came off very much like, I don't want to be bothered with you. But I knew that I needed, I knew in that moment that that's not right. That like, that she doesn't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? And so the next, so I was like, you have to apologize. Like you can't continue like this because ultimately what happened, I was triggered because like, I felt like, there was a moment where I needed your support and I didn't have it. So I felt like you dropped me. And so it made me feel abandoned. And so something that like I've experienced a lot is abandonment. So like I was triggered. And so my mind was like, F you, you know what I'm saying? For making me feel like this. And so I reacted. Now in the moment that I reacted, I really just got off the phone with her. So I wasn't like, I ain't like trip out or nothing. I just said, I, I gotta go. And so I really didn't give her opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to like, to show up to nothing. I just, it didn't happen when I wanted it to happen and because I was already feeling some kind of way and boom. So that's, that's in a nutshell, that's kind of what happened. 
And so I had to really, but because I'm self-aware, you know what I'm saying, about certain things in my life, I was like, yo, that's not okay. And you can't treat her like this because I don't want to be treated like that. And so I knew I was being passive aggressive. Well, I don't like when people are passive aggressive with me. So why would I then be passive aggressive with you? So whenever you're going to like put up boundaries, so I did, like, I just need you to know, let me go back and finish this. I did apologize to my mom yesterday. I talked to her yesterday. I apologized to her. We talked about the situation and I just let her know what it was that I needed, that I need from her, what support looks like for me, you know, but like, so that our relationship can continue to grow and prosper because we have come a long way in our relationship and it's not something that, like, I want to damage at any point in time. And I really respect my mother. So, there's that. But, like, you can't place a boundary up and expect somebody else to follow it when you're not going to follow it either. Because if I'm going to be passive-aggressive with you, that means, ultimately, most likely, I'm being passive-aggressive with myself. Because as within, so without. So somewhere in me, I'm being passive-aggressive with self because it's so easy to be passive-aggressive with other people. Okay? So, yeah. So my example is being passive-aggressive. You figure out what it, it is for you. Okay? But, um... So, yeah, we just kind of went off on a tangent because I was really just saying, Hey, my name is Grace. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, so this is a safe place. It's a judgment-free zone. We talk about a lot of different things here. Um, I am a volunteer crisis counselor. And one of the things that we're trained to do as a volunteer crisis counselor is just to listen. Okay. Um, a lot of times when people are coming to you and they're talking to you, they're not coming to you to talk to you for you to give them the answers, right? That's where your discernment is going to kick in at. A lot of times people are coming to you to talk to like vent or because it's like too heavy or whatever, but like they need to talk. They need to get it out. Okay. And if you're someone who's like, I have the answer to everybody, you really have to stop that. You don't have the answer to every situation. And if while someone's talking to you, in your mind, you're like, how can I, what's the answer, whatever, that's not it. You're not listening. You're not actively listening, and that's the problem. Because while they're telling you whatever, they could be solving the issue. As they're talking, a lot of people just have to hear themselves saying it, and then they can begin to formulate the answer to the solution but like if they're doing that and you're like someone who cuts people off or not really listening so like they're saying something but you come behind them and say the same thing like that's wild like be quiet just be quiet and listen just be quiet and listen that's it Cause like we don't have the answers. I have some. I have the answers for what worked for me. I have some answers about what worked for other people around me. But I don't have the answers to the world's problems. I don't. And what works for me may not work for you. You know what I'm saying? 
the medicine that I found that works for me, it may be too strong for you. It may be too weak for you, you know? But, like, if I listen to what it is that you're saying, that may be all that, that you really need in that moment. And a lot of times, that's all that people need in that moment. They need to, a lot of times, people just need to feel heard. They're like, I need to feel, and that's how a lot of people begin to feel safe and to feel loved because, like, you're giving me this opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to speak what's on my heart, to speak what's on my mind. And a lot of people don't have that. So be quiet. And just listen. And see, like, what comes from that. If you're someone who prays, that's a prime opportunity for you to pray for their peace, pray for their spirit. When you hear like they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I just don't think I can do it. I ask myself, why me? Whatever. Pray for, pray for courage. Pray for peace in their minds and in their, in their spirits, right? Like, ask, you know, like. Pray that they begin to receive confirmation of like their greatness, that they understand that they're worth, that they understand that there's no one in this world that looks like them, that's shaped like them, that, that sounds like them. Everybody has a different frequency. Everybody does. Nobody is the same. So you were put here to do something that was all that was that is just for you. And nobody else can do it. But you, there is a job for you to do here. That's just for you. So a lot of times we'll go in and we'll try to like fix the issue when a lot of times people just need to be affirmed. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people just need to, like we spend a lot of time being like overly harsh, like with ourselves. That like we don't take the time to affirm ourselves, you know? And then a lot of people have grown up and have never been affirmed. They don't know how to, they don't know how to affirm themselves. That's a prime opportunity for you to affirm them. They're in a terrible situation. They're in an abusive relationship. Sis, you are beautiful. Sir, you are beautiful. Whatever you identify as, they, was it, they, them, you know, like you are beautiful. Listen, like you're worth so much more than this. And you begin to affirm them and you begin to edify them and you begin to plant that seed because when people are in abusive relationships, that thought of uh, unworthiness is constantly being affirmed in them right it's constantly being like um nurtured because the same way we nurture goodness we also nurture bad things as well so like it's being nurtured is something that's being confirmed in them all the time so when you come in and you're like nah sis or person you're not you know you're not unworthy you're worth so much more than someone beating on you. You're worth so much more than hiding in the shadows. You're worth so much more than living in shame. You're, you're worth so much more than this. I see you. You may not see you, but I see you. I see you. You may not love yourself, but I love you. And there isn't anything that you have to do to earn my love. I just love you. 
I love you. Because the God who created you loves you just because. Or if they believe in spirit or whoever it is that you believe in. But like, I love you because I know what that love feels like. I know what that love looks like. So I can begin to, I can create that love in my own life and give it to, and give it to somebody else. Because I've experienced it and I've accepted it. And so I can tell someone who doesn't love them, I love you. And there's nothing that you have to do for me. Like, you don't have to, it's not something you have to earn. I, I just do it. I just love you. I love you. You may not see a way out today, but eventually you will. And so what happens is you would have planted that seed of affirmation in them, right? And then when, when bad, when, you know, because we were talking about someone in an abusive relationship. So like, as an example, so like when that abusive relation, when that person is beating on them or whatever, whatever, and they're like in their minds and they're like, oh, I'm a worthless person. They're going to, they're going to hear you. They're going to hear you affirming them. It's, it, it'll be a soft voice. They're going to hear it and it'll start to be watered and nurtured as long. And listen, if they're around you, you know what I'm saying? I know it can be tiresome. I know it can be like, why you keep going back, whatever, because it's a cycle because they feel unworthy. They feel unworthy. And although you can see their worth, they can't see it. You can't tell me that the sky is blue when I know it's red. You cannot tell me that. I have to see it for myself. You cannot tell me that. But you can show me until I can see it myself. Baby, one day you're going to see that the sky is really blue. I promise you. I promise you, you will. I promise you it won't always be like this. I promise you I love you. I care about you. I don't want you in a situation like this. What do you need? I know it's scary. I know it's hard. Because you guys think their minds be wrapped up. It's a lot of psychological warfare that goes on in the mind of someone that's trapped in situations that they're they are that are abusive. So regular logic at that point in time, like you, it's something that's got to be constantly affirmed in them. If you can't do it, you need to, you need to back it up and you need to pray that someone can come along and affirm them before like it's too late or before like something too drastic happens. You know what I'm saying? That they get the courage to leave. You know what I'm saying? That like intervention happens in their life that like they can leave in that person. Listen, I, I, I have been working I, because I'm someone that believes in retribution. I really do. I really do. And so I have to be really careful because sometimes it's hard for me to like let go and to not hold grudges because like I really do. Like, if you hurt me, like, I I really, I really want you to, like, feel how you made me feel in a little worse. Like, I really do. It's something I'm working on. It's, it really is. And it's not just for me. It's, like, for people all around me. Like, if I know you've done something messed up, like, I, in my mind, I'm, like, payback, you know? So, like, that's, that's just something that I'm working on. But, you know, like, you need to just pray that, like, justice is served. You know what I'm saying? That, like... 
they're that they're in a safe place, right? That they get to a safe place, that they're able to heal, and that they have the space and the time and the opportunity to heal. And that they know that they don't have to be rushed in that situation to heal, right? That they have the opportunity to rest. Resting is so important. It's so essential when you're when you you know do this quote unquote healing journey. It's so uh there is no healing without rest. There is no healing without rest. You have to rest. When you start quote unquote healing, your body is gonna go into a state of transition. And it's going to need to rest, baby. Your mind needs to rest. Your body, your soul, your heart needs to rest. So rest. And it's okay. There is still movement and rest. There's still growth and rest. You're going to feel like you ain't doing nothing because you're used to moving. But you're doing something. You're giving your body time to heal. You're giving your mind time to heal, to be quiet, to learn a different way. You're giving yourself time to be refilled and to be um, nurtured. You're giving yourself the opportunity to be able to see what's truly going on in your life and to begin to reevaluate people, places, and things. So essential that you rest. It's so essential. And watch what happens as you begin to smell the roses, as you begin to love the rest. Watch what happens. Watch what doors open for you. I'm trying to tell you, I done seen it happen. I done seen it happen in the life of my homegirl. I done seen it happen. Watch. I'm trying to tell you. Watch and see. But yeah, this is a safe place, y'all. Okay, this is a safe place. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, because we's on Instagram, you can follow my personal page, which is grace.benu, B-E-N-N-U dot E-L. Um, it's grace.benu dot L. Um, my personal page is private, so if you're trying to follow my personal page, you do have to send me a message because, like... I'm not going to accept it if I if you don't tell me. Um, the podcast page is me underscore authentically podcast. Okay, I follow everybody on there. Um, yeah, you can always slide in my DMs. Um, the podcast most definitely is on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on Audible. It's on like somewhere else too. I feel like I'm forgetting. Um, but it posts every Friday at 9 a.m. And um, if you're listening to me on the radio, 
on the block radio station then you know every friday at 9 a.m as well so yeah um i love you i just wanted to take some time to reintroduce myself my name is uh let me stop um but yeah but i love you you're safe here you're safe with me okay i promise you and i love you and until next time be safe <laughs>